so so I've not done it where I'm in motion, like it's you... going through it's going through my car speakery radio. You know, I don't know what's called. Are the you thing driving? Been, I am driving, but it's hands free. I mean, I'm lying. I am holding my phone in my hand. Meanwhile, I just but... coughed out the smog that is my vision. Um, <clears throat> here I am in oh my gosh. Park. Yeah, so talk really in your phone closed. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Hi, hello. Hi, so you're, so this is Sean, but don't worry about that, it's not important right now. What's important is you're in Prospect Park, and you called me to tell me that the West Coast smoke is in New York. Well, I called you because I was, like, walking, and I was listening to this one song that I listened to, like, truly ad nauseum, Um, and I was thinking, oh, it's so nice, I, like, prefer silence in songs other than constant noise and then i was like i'm gonna use this time to call sema and then i was like i'm definitely gonna call sema because the setting sun is orange it's fucking orange because the yeah the smoke from like the bootleg fires is hanging over all of new york city it is like a minor dystopia and new yorkers don't understand that poor air quality means like we have to act like there's a covid so everyone is just like out throwing frisbees in prospect park in like <laughs> gray low-lying hell clouds like there no one's wearing their n95 no one is even wearing like i mean including me like no one is even wearing a disposable hospital mask and i was like yeah if we get it once you know it's not like we're actually anyway it's very strange my goodness and wait what's the song that you love to listen to uh it's this song by ostra and it's called risk it and i also like india jordan's remix of it which is a little noisier but the other one starts with just a few synthy little moments and then some punctuating silence oh synthy i like mm-hmm. the word synthy mm-hmm. oh, is there wind no um oh yeah i don't that might have been me blowing into that's fine <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm, you have such a deep, sexy radio voice, podcast <laughs> well, it, voice. It, it all, it's literally, it has bootleg fire smoke, like, churning <laughs> out of it. <laughs> I mean, we just have to laugh because it is, it's just dystopic everywhere. There's no topic that isn't dis. Well, I was point. like, I was like, oh, you know, pondering the life I have lived and could lead again in California. And it's, everyone's just like the wildfires. But now I'm like, and I was like, it, it, it's found me whether I want it or not. That's right. It's like wherever you go, there are the fires. Seema, <laughs> <laughs> where are you driving? I'm driving to drop off the last bag of pasta for Antonio. Great. So uh, I'm doing that. And um, when you said, here's where my brain is. When you said, oh my gosh, I'm calling you because of this dystopic thing that is happening. I literally thought you were going to say, because open space Oh, defunct is defuncting. There's, I mean, that is the dystopia that's actually in California, but also makes its way here via the internet. It's horrifying. It's so sad. It's horrifying. And you know, now there's a petition, right? Now there's like write in, so I have to sign that and save open space. Yeah. Because it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that. No, never mind. I'm not going to say that in a recorded Don't way. Don't say it because no. I have a huge listenership. <laughs> no, now. I wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say anything about open space. I was going to say something really, yeah, similarly dystopian about uh, the state of cultural institutions at large. But there's I won't. But there's I a lot won't. To say about that. There's, there's already been a lot said. I don't need to join the chorus. Um, <clears throat> someone says every time someone says the word chorus, I think about. Um, this Broadway 
play, it was probably off-Broadway, that I saw in, like, I don't know, 1988 with my friend Jenny. It was called Olympus on My Mind. <laughs> and the only thing I remember about it was the opening number. They were like, you know, they had a Greek chorus. And, <laughs> and the Greek chorus came out and said, wait, wait, how did it go? We are the chorus. Tom, Dick, and Horace. My name's Dolores. Welcome to Greece. Like, <laughs> Wait, so it's so it's a Greek chorus singing about Olympus. I, I remember nothing else of this performance. I mean, that is like a pretty miraculous um, memory, like a, a, a re. Yeah, that's a pretty miraculous memory recall. Yeah, well, do you ever, before COVID, did you ever go to, like, Broadway shows or off-Broadway shows? Not really Broadway or off-Broadway. Um, I mean, I went to a lot of shows. I was, like, there was a moment where I was, like, vaguely sort of adjacent to and occasionally on stage with um, a group of people who were all, like, nightlife performer type people. But all of them were essentially music, musical theater dropouts. Um, <laughs> like, who then went to New York and got weird. Um, so, I mean, my main adjacency was, yeah, it was, or my main exposure was all like adjacency because like in rehearsals, they would just like sort of let their hair down and just start singing musicals inevitably. And I was like, this is different than how I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Different from your Southern bourbon swilling roots. No, my like disaffected oh. suburban roots where I would just like <laughs> sit in my, sit in my weird attic bedroom and download music. Oh, I, I hung out in my attic, too. Mm -hmm. A lot. Yeah. A lot. I I didn't, it wasn't my bedroom, but... Yeah, that was the dream for me to arrive there. Um, what else is up? Apparently, everyone got COVID in Provincetown, who's gay. Um, and then people kept talking about the gay cold after Pride. But, like, it was medium for sure, just COVID. So... I heard <laughs> about this gay cold. Somebody said that, and it was giving me very bad, you know... 80s flashbacks of course or yeah no that's yeah. It can't not hover in the air yeah um no. yeah speaking of things that continue to hover in the air so much hovering <laughs> so much hovering, so much hovering. <laughs> no there's not there's not really anything new i mean there's so much new I, so i that's why i literally drop a podcast twice a day now because there's yeah. so many things that i want to say yeah but what i wanted to say to you was um that today I realized in a Feldenkrais session that I have always been much weirder than I thought I was. Like, it's you like mean a few psychically years. or in your body or just in all or, ways? Or we're just not like invested a, in that distinction, I guess. On this no, podcast. no, no, not invested. Body, mind, one body, mind, obviously just weirder, just weirder, awkwarder, like less likable like <laughs> you know and i just wondered about how you feel oh. in terms of your own self-image yeah li listeners know should know that sean is many things mm. many things and mm. so i don't want to say any of those things because that's up to you to disclose because this mm. is not your podcast where yeah. i disclose for you but you well. can tell people but i'm curious yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, as someone who's many things, and I imagine you identify as, as similarly. Maybe you don't. I think you are actually many things. Sometimes for me, it sometimes like arrives around it feeling like I'm perhaps no things at the same time. But um, <laughs> but what I it's interesting. I mean, one yeah, it's interesting. I have been thinking a lot 
um, as I like re-enter New York City after having been many things, many places recently. And yeah, I've been like, oh yeah, I think I, <laughs> I think I also might be a lot more socially awkward and uncomfortable in groups and like having, um, have like more trepidation and sort of like confusion as to sort of like who I want to be in this particular moment. Um, coming back to New York. Um, but I didn't discover that in a Feldenkrais, but I did go to a <laughs> dance party in the Vale of Cashmere recently after a chance encounter in which somebody was like, someone's throwing a rave in the Vale of Cashmere. And the Vale of Cashmere listeners is a famed historic cruising ground in Prospect Park. Um, wait, 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 wait. Say this. Oh, a historic cruising ground in Prospect, yes. Prospect Park. Because I, yes. I was just. Because the Vale of Cashmere. Yeah. I thought it was something you were wearing. I went in a Vale of Cashmere. No, because <laughs> it was truly. No. no, because it was like, like mid high 80s and like the type of like the type of environment that like made every gay person as if they already weren't intending to take their shirts off, like have full carte blanche to do it. Um, <laughs> but it was like, I got there at one, oh, like 1230 AM. And it was this kind of utopian thing. And I'm not someone who thinks of Braves as like utopian spaces. I think of them as kind of like <clears throat> hedonistic spaces that are like delightful and sometimes even a little bit body fascist, but <laughs> um, but it was this kind of utopian sort of like moment of excess and it was like, like super not legal and super loud and super obviously there and the rest of the park was closed and I just sort of wandered in and was like, oh, this is wonderful and awful and confusing and someone immediately grabbed me on the shoulder and was like, hi, this is for 2018. Um, and handed me a beer, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and it was really good to see that person. And then it was really, like, medium to see a few other people. Wait, this was the person you knew? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was, like, everywhere I, you go is, like, it's, like, the grand reunion. Um, I mean, even, nice. like, the street. Yeah, you just see everyone. Whether you want to or not. You're like, hello, right. New York. It's also interesting because my mom, when she moved, she lived in San Francisco in the 60s for a few years. Like, like her favorite thing is to be like, yeah, I was living there in the summer of love, but I was a total nerd. I just walk over my friend's bodies. They were all stoned, you know, and I, <laughs> I, I smoked pot once and got a headache or whatever the fuck. And so, but she said that left San Francisco is because within like two months, you literally saw the same people everywhere you went. Like you couldn't be anonymous. Yeah. And so yeah. in New York, she felt she could be anonymous, but I guess that's not true for New York either. Well, I mean, it's like, it depends on your world and whether you choose to like enter it or inhabit it. And, you know, I like, I comma like so many people have had such weird and like multiple configurations of this last year and a half or 16 months. So I have like not been in it. And then coming back, it's like, do you want to be in it? what way do you want to be in it? Do you have a choice or do you just walk down the street and then you're back in it? So it's a, it's a similar set of questions that you might have arrived in in Feldenkrais, which is also very much a bodily thing. It's like, not just like, oh, this social, I mean, it's like, oh, like what does the body do when you're like in front of someone who you either broke the heart up. Sorry, I'm like looking ahead uh, above me and there's like the, the, the misty half vision of a plane like 
obstructed by lavender, beautiful lavender smog sky. But um, the theme of this episode is both and. (laughs) It's truly both. (laughs) It is neo fascist and delightful, is my favorite. I mean, I feel like most sort of utopian visions are often like low, medium um, body fat, some form of fascist. I don't know. But um, yeah, no, I mean, this sort of like, yeah, this body reaction to being being in front of somebody whose, you know, heart you broke or who broke your heart or like and sort of the inescapability of that in this moment. And we've all been like we've all been kind of shielded from it and some people are like give me the mess like bring on the fucking mess i want it all i want to see everyone i ever dated i want them to know each other i want i want to be like i just like want the mess again and some of us are like it's been so nice to be in our quiet little wow i don't know weird lives I don't know if you listened to a recent podcast where I was trying to explain like what I want to do by talking to exes and, and old friends and broken friends and all that stuff. But I think you're pointing at something I didn't even realize that maybe the pandemic has inspired this. I didn't even think of it, which is dumb because it shouldn't well, that be your first thought. Well, I think it like it both allowed, <clears throat> I think it allowed people to like, I don't know, I think it allowed us to <laughs> leave whatever, to leave a lot behind. And then there's this moment sort of obviously, which you know, the stuff of a million think pieces, but you know, to figure out how we, how we want to weigh back in or do we, but then if you're like, if you like choose to sort of circulate in a particular like gay dance world, you just walk back in and then you're like, Oh, like zero to 200. You're like, hello, everyone. I've literally ever fucking met. Um, Amazing. Anyway. You're also reminding me of being in a gay club, a gay dance club in the 80s, and all these shirtless men were dancing, and I was with some friends or whatever, and I remember, like, bumping into a guy. Yeah. And he turned around and looked at me and went, ew. Oh, no. (laughs) But at the time, I wasn't offended because I thought he, you know, I was, like, however old, 17 or something, and I just figured he was, like, ew, female. I didn't take it personally. Well, well, no, probably he did, but at that point, it, like, wasn't sort of so readily apparent that, like, so many gay men are, like, the most misogynist. But, but, I mean, the thing about this, these parties that I've been to is they're actually sort of, like, gender and like sexual like sexually different like you know super queer and trans parties so it isn't even just like clone shit it's like a pretty it is a pretty wonderful vision but you're there's still just like oh i'm back um anyway the vibe is oh i'm back and and the back has found me and me with this guy i'm also gonna be back on the 5th of august to recreate where here yeah sorry that's why i was also calling you to tell you that i'm gonna come back Where'd you yeah. go? Oh no, you're back. You're oh back. no, can you oh, not? I thought can I lost you. Hear you. Me? I'm back. No, Wait, I can the hear theme you now. Is I'm back. It, it keeps being. I'm back. We're back. I'm back. That's the theme. We're Both back. and and I'm back. We're back. Yes. So wait, on on the fifth, you're coming to the bay. Mm-hmm. And I can't yeah. tell if I can just like taste the bay, into, aka like the smoke, or if it actually tastes like wildfire here. Yeah, but I'm gonna be back from the from August fifth until the twenty second. Well, I'm excited. We're going away for a little chunk of that. Okay. If you want to um, stay in our house and bunny sit. Oh, maybe. Wait, let's talk about it. I'm like, I'm, I, I've lived in like 17 homes in the last 
<coughs> six months. Right. That. Is your bathroom done? No, 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 of course not. <laughs> okay, I have to. I have to ask for a request. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm coming close to my destination. I'm not there yeah. yet. Yeah. But are you in any position to like make a New Yorker say hi right now on your phone? Oh, like anyone? Um, Is, are you near a pizzeria? <laughs> I'm not near a pizzeria. Um, I mean, I'm like standing at an intersection, um, but no, like a bike intersection. Oh. Um, two people just walked by who were like walking dogs with a lot of personality and as soon as you said it I sort of thought that it would have been great I mean they seem to also have personalities but they're past me now I mean I could run them down do you want me to go run in front of those people would you do that yeah sure um, I almost just got hit by a bicycle in the bicycle <laughs> lane in Prospect Park West. I'm on, do not I'm, get harmed. I'm walking down Prospect Park West. Okay, so what is the request here for these people? I mean, do they look like they're Brooklynites or do um, they look kinda. like transplants? No, kinda. Okay. It would be nice to just hear the sounds, the dulcet um, tones. But, but should I ask something? Is this like, what is the lead up here? Like, I I'm, think you should. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. I'm in conversation with prepared. a friend. I'm in conversation with a friend who... Who's from Brooklyn and just would love to just hear, you know, if you just want to say. Okay, wait, here, I'm going to, I'm going to hang on. Um, can you still hear me? Yep. Okay. Hi, I have a question for you. I'm talking to a friend who no longer lives in Brooklyn. and was just like, can you just talk to anyone on the street you see? Her name is Seema and she just wanted to say hello to people. I don't know. Us Brooklyn people wish you were here with us. <laughs> oh my God. Seema, Seema, where are you from in Brooklyn? Wait a minute. I heard uh, uh, two voices, but I shrieked before the second voice could say anything. Hi, Seema. I'm, hi. Oh, my God. You're making me so happy. I'm from, like, near Sheepshead Bay. Okay. That's not that far yeah. from here. Where are y'all from? No. Here, right here in Park Slope. Okay. We are Park Slopers that on occasion go down to Breezy Point, so we almost go right by Sheepshead Bay. And yes. I was saying, Seema was like, Seema was like, talk to anyone you see. And I was like, I'm seeing two people who have two dogs with a lot of personality. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a go. nice way to start the day. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. Who are these two dogs? This is Harley. And this is Nugget. Oh, my God. Nugget. <laughs> nugget is as Nugget would seem. Nugget is a little Nugget. Really is a little Nugget. Exactly. <laughs> and what are your names? What are the human names? My name's Eddie. And this is my wife, Lynn. Oh my gosh, it's so good to meet you. Yeah, same here. Um, okay, well, thanks, everyone. It's so good we'll to see meet you. See you soon. Yeah, see you around. Bye. Bye. Um, oh, my oh my god. Sean, Sean, can wait. we do? Can we? Can this be a thing? Can this yes. be like a segment? <gasps> wait, I had no idea how well that was gonna go. I mean, um, the best thing about it was Eddie's voice was exactly the voice I wanted. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I had no idea how well it truly could have even gone. Um, I oh, love that the woman, Eddie. she said, whose name I already lost because I was so incredulous at the whole affair. I can't believe she Lynn. said. Lynn, I can't believe she said, Seema, we wish you were here. I know. <laughs> I know I'm going to cry. I feel like I'm going to cry. The oh, guy God. was wearing this amazing, like, really, really lived in and loved um like uh like lighter than topaz like what is like a like an aquamarine shirt that just said chill with an ellipsis <laughs> chill <laughs> oh my god
so good. And the woman had Terry, these amazing Terry cloth shorts on. Um, I, had no, I had no idea that could have gone so well. Were they mm. like, do you think they were Italian Americans? I think, yeah, that kind of tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm like, I'm going to have to like, in the little show note description, I'm going to say, I recognize that this podcast is twice as long as the <laughs> usual, but you have to listen to it to the end. <laughs> to the end. Wait for the arrival of the park slopers. Oh mm. my God. Mm. Sean. A, okay. I love you. I love you too. And what I a delight. Static. <laughs> I will talk to you very soon. Love. Put your mask on. Bye. Bye.